I can like hear the fan kicking in the background. Right. <laughs> wow. So, we're coming to you live from a helo pad. Yep. Uh, so welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. And I'm your host, Chance Hancock. Followed by the other host, Jesse J. Followed by the other host, Jason Centron. <laughs> Greetings, Earthlings. Followed by the other host, Jesus Take the Wheel. <laughs> 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 yep. Uh, I don't know if they improved these mics or what? I know, right? I mean, it's, it's like we're like super loud today. Wow. Like that's the clearest I've ever heard. Yeah. I know. It's strange. I, mean, I had to turn the fan down. We're gonna be sweating, boys. Yeah, it is what it is. Why is the AC is the AC not working? Yeah, it's broken. I oh. gotta fix it. <laughs> you know, God, typical man. Florida summer. You know how it goes. Perfect timing. Happy yeah, Memorial Day weekend, folks. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I'm gonna preface everything with saying stay safe. Stay safe. If you're on the water, make sure your boat runs correctly because um, sea tow's going to be busy. Tow boat, sea tow, flagship, whoever you're with. Make Absolutely. sure you have your membership all queued up and your boat runs. Make sure everybody is uh, being safe this weekend. You know, for the you know for the holiday weekend for Memorial Day, and remember what it's all about. It's about celebrating the you know the people that had given their lives in the military for us. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, this is not a Veterans Day thing. A lot of people confuse the two all the time. Memorial Day is in celebration and, you know, giving homage to the ones that have served and who, like, you know, died while serving. Made the ultimate sacrifice. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah. So it kind of is veterans. It's just the ones that are no longer with us. That no longer, yeah. So uh, just a little different. It's like Veterans is for people who served. Yeah. (laughs) But... Anyways, yeah, we want to... Thanks for the downer. Yeah, we just want to give it... Hey, it's not a downer. I mean, you know, I'm former military. I'm giving my thanks know, to know, you know, I'm, I'm, all my brothers and sisters out there, you know, who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And, you I'm know, messing with I'll you. be having one for you on, uh, on Sunday and Monday. Oh, I got to pick up beer. That's what I forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> Let the world come to a stop. Right? Yeah, no, that's that's definitely going to be important. Got to pick up some of that uh, Kona Big Wave. Highly Kona recommend what? Highly recommend. It's I a Hawaiian beer. One. It's from Hawaii. It's brewed in Hawaii, or at least it used to be. Hence it being a Hawaiian beer. Yeah. You say Kona? Kona. Kona. K-O-N-A. Cojones? Cojones. cojones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll give you some cojones. <laughs> it's got a salty flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's for a semen. Up. So it's a Hawaiian beer. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's a golden ale, and okay. it's like, think like... You're not getting any better with this. Like Miller... Cojones. Golden ale. Nobody likes you. You know what? I actually had somebody tell me today because I was talking to a person today, of course. Okay. Not 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 just the imaginary one. So like one in your head. It was okay. a real person. Yeah. Not saying you got multiple personalities, but if you gave a speech in an empty room, you'd get a standing ovation. Absolutely. So, yeah. okay. It happens gotcha. all the time. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, schizophrenia is a terrible thing to waste. Um but no, I was talking to a person, and they're like, you should have your own show. I was like, funny you say that. <laughs> wow. I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I get tortured. Yeah, we got a we got a, a fake show here. Fake. Yeah. Uh, so earlier, I posted <laughs> about... we make it. Yeah, I posted about our guests coming on and everything else, and a past guest of ours 
Ryan Golombeski. Golombeski? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I can say RPG. Your name. Yeah. I can say your name. So anyways, RPG was talking about he wants to come back in studio with us. I'm like, yeah. absolutely. And so. he's got his own podcast now, the podcast with a K, like Outcast. Yes. <laughs> Outcast Paranormal. nobody dope as me. I'm just so fresh, so clean. So fresh, so clean. Yep, so hey, them, look at that. Got my ad lib yeah. guy in the house. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, also, too, major, major bringing it back down again. Tina Turner passed. That sucks. Yes. I love Tina Turner's music. Oh, my God. So, I, so Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, remember that old Mad Max movie, Beyond Thunderdome? Yes. Like yes. the last yes. real one they yes. made, not the like new ones that kind of kind of suck. Um, <laughs> they do. Um, there was a running joke on one of the boats that I worked on mm-hmm. where the captain, who had scraggly white hair, <laughs> we used to call him Tina Turner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started because um, we had this big dude. and Was uh, he simply the best? He was huge. He was massive. And I, he was the biggest guy on the boat. I was the smallest guy on the boat. <laughs> and one day we were just screwing around, and I wound up on his shoulder somehow. And we're like, hey, look, it's Master Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just accidentally happens. <laughs> and then, and then uh, right on cue, the captain comes out. And he's like, get off him. What are you doing? You know, Who runs Barter Town? <laughs> like, <we used> to... <laughs> it was a total thing. So, like, every time Tina Turner's name is mentioned, I just I have to smile because, like, if it wasn't for her, we'd have not that memory. It's yeah. true, yeah. But she had amazing music. It, it sucks that she passed, but she'll be always remembered. Always be remembered. She's got one of those distinct voices and 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 just her energy too her combined. Style, oh yeah, yeah. That that she's going to be an iconic legend of music for the rest of history. Yeah, she's she'll super be, underrated. Yeah, like um, oh, what is that one lady? The one that was in the Bodyguard. What was her name? Oh, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Thank you. I always forget her name. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know how. Wow. Yeah, I ranked Tina I Turner suck. up there with like Aretha Franklin, you know, all yeah, of them. Yeah, absolutely. The legends, no, she, she, the icons. She has like the classic voice mm-hmm. and that classic attitude, but she's super underrated. A lot of people do not like respect her like they do Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. But at no offense to old Whitney, you know, rest in peace, whatever. I think Tina's better than Whitney Houston. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> like leaps and bounds. Yeah, she was. I mean, yeah. Just I, I mean, you see two. some of her past concert footages and stuff. Yeah. Even even like. You could be like in your 20s and watch her when she was in her 60s performing and be like, where does she get that energy? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. And I mean, the hair, always the hair. Yep. Always the hair, man. Yep. I mean, even even in uh, Beyond Thunderdome, her hair was off the chain, man. She had it. She had to have had her stylist do all the hair there because her hair, even like the little fake thing that um Iron Bar wore. Yep. The little fake woman's head or whatever. That that hair was on point. Um, Mel Gibson's hair was on point. Everybody's hair was on point there. She yeah. had her stylist working If you there. put all of them together, they would look, look like an 80s hair band. Exactly. Yeah. And it was dope. Yeah. And it was dope. Yeah. It actually looked cool. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to miss it, though. Yeah, definitely, yeah. man. You know, it, it sucks. I'm definitely getting at that age now, man. All the, like, icons that right? I grew up with and legends, mm-hmm. man, are passing right. left and right. David Bowie's still alive, right? <laughs> I'm just saying that was just wrong on so many levels. No, dude. like I, I think I saw him having a, con- he's having a concert or something. Him and Elton John or somebody or wow. No, it was there was an uh, a weird oxymoron, like in music. So it was like Elton John and some like 
like Slipknot or some crap like that. I don't know. Wow. That's... Doing doing a concert. I don't. I don't. Alrighty then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Just... all the all the good ones are gone. I mean, or, or you know, are getting there. Are gone. Getting there, yeah. 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 So. It, it, I'm surprised Ozzy's still around. Dude, <laughs> I mean, like all the things that he's done. Yeah, there could oh be God. World War Three, and the only two people who will be left, technically probably three that will be left, will be Ozzy, Jack Nicholson, and Keith Richards. That'll yeah. be it. That'll and be the only, yeah, the only three that will be still and the cockroaches, around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be sitting in a room full of cockroaches, like, oh, we made it, boys. We made it. Yep. yep. Yep, 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 yep. And Keith Richards would be like, you call this a party. <laughs> Jack Nicholson would be like, I call this a Tuesday. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. But uh, so anyways, uh, make sure for all of you people out there listening, if you want to go back and listen to our past shows, you can go check out Paraprobe at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes. Amazon Music, iTunes, everywhere you can listen to your podcast shows. You can go back and listen to all of our past shows, past interviews, so on and so forth. We have a lot more cool bookings coming up. I'm going to go ahead and throw this one out there out there to everybody. We are going to be talking to the director of Cocaine Shark. <laughs> Not today. That one's coming up in a couple of weeks. But we're going to be talking to the uh, the director and creator of wait. Cocaine Shark. He does like a whole lot of like horror films for like Shudder and, and Sci-Fi Channel, stuff like that. And... Uh, so, of course, with the phenomenon that took off of Cocaine Bear, they have Cocaine Shark. It's like Sharknado all over again. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like Sharknado, but uh, on Coke. So, you know, like, that would be a Tuesday for Jack Nicholson. Um, and also, too, we got a whole lot of other guests, a bunch of guests getting booked and lined up to come on. And I think we actually have one calling in currently right now at this moment. It might be a guest or it could be the UPS guy who's lost. I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you should be on the it air. It sounds like we have somebody on the air. Hello? Are you there? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Are you there? No, I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's it going? <laughs> All right, so James, thank you you know, so very much for joining us today. But one thing I have to put out before we start the show because we have to do this with every one of our guests. We do not have a dump button, and we are live on Tampa Bay Airwaves, so no bad language. <laughs> no F-bombs. I will, I will be on my best behavior. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> semi-best. Semi-best. We don't want you to be on too good of behavior here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... But, <laughs> man, no, I'll be good. I tell you what, the first thing I want to put out there is all three of us watched the film, First Contact. Oh, great. Yep, yep. Dude. The movie rocked. It was, I am not going to lie to you. You know how it is when you have certain films that come out, they're just going to be either hit or miss. And we're always worried every time we get the list of, you know, the next person we're going to be interviewing in the movie and everything. All three of us loved it. It was a great movie, dude. Oh, that makes me so happy. It was fun, right? Oh, absolutely. James, this is Jason, by the way, Jay. And (laughs) I wanted to say, one thing I told Chance was I'm very picky about two types of movies. That's aliens and zombies, right? Yeah. But when I saw this movie, I, I was like, wow, this is really, really good. It was well done. Bravo. Bravo. Oh, I, I thought it was really so good. I'm so happy to hear. Thank you, guys. That's great. He really yeah, is you know, picky. It's always hard when you, you work on these things and you're so close to them and, you know, I've seen so many cuts of it. And, you know, you watch it and, and it's really hard to know what you're seeing. So, mm-hmm. that, you know, once you finally get some feedback from people, it's, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really nice to hear. Awesome. Yep. When's the sequel coming out? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great question. Now, that would be uh, 
really fun to work on. Um, have you guys talked to, to Bruce, uh, the director, or am I the first one you guys have spoken to? About you are the first. You are the first and foremost right now. Right. Great, great, great. Yeah, because, I mean, Bruce, I mean, come on. The, the guy's just the director. We want to talk to the actor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, but, yeah, man, the, the whole thing that I loved about this movie was not only was it, you know, very intense. It grew in intensity as the movie went, but it also was just very well written. I really liked the, the storyline, the whole nine yards, man. It was all around good movie. I liked it. Yeah, it, what was so interesting to me about it was, you know, you, you kind of hear the pitch, and you, you see what the concept is, and you have an idea of this genre of film. But then I read the script, and, and I think like any good horror or sci-fi script or monster movie, you know, there's always like a theme buried underneath the genre. You know, yeah. so you, you kind of get pulled in by, you know, the genre and the special effects and the monster and all of that cool stuff. And then, you know, you get a, a real movie out of it, and that's what I like so much about it. And I think uh, my my side of the film, the Dan character – and the Casey character, my sister, um, I think that's where most of the drama lies. So, so it was really fun to play with that and kind of have these really sincere family heartfelt moments within this, you know, sci-fi fun film. And that's definitely what played through. I mean, you can actually feel the tension because y'all were long lost, you know, brother and sister haven't yeah. talked in a few years. And it almost, I don't know if y'all, did y'all know each other before the film or did y'all meet on the film? Yeah, no, so we actually, um, uh, we had not worked together. I'd worked with Bruce um, very briefly on another film uh, about a year prior to, but uh, Anna, who plays my sister in the film, we had just met a few weeks before we shot. We did a few little FaceTime rehearsals, and uh, you know, we, we shot in upstate New York, um, and we were doing all these FaceTime rehearsals, and then to come to find out when we met each other, we live about... Like two blocks from each other in LA. <laughs> we really could have taken the, the chance to get to know each other a little bit, but Man. she was great. I mean, we hit it off right away. She's so much fun to work with. Man, you know, like your characters, you both really were estranged because you lived two blocks from each other and didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, had no idea. And it's funny because she, she really does look a lot like my sister. Really, and uh, you know, we Bruce wanted me to bring some. You know, old family photos and things like that for set deck. And, uh, you know, I just had a bunch of pictures of me and my sister. <laughs> it's like a younger version of my sister, you know, plays as, as a young version of Anna. So that was kind of kind of fun to see. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I the way that worked out couldn't have worked out any better because your relationship obviously had to grow on screen. And then it was growing, obviously growing off screen, too, because, I mean – the chemistry really built up as y'all came together on it. Um, as far yeah, as yeah, as far as your character, um, it the only thing that was unclear on it was like it was obvious that you worked in the weapons industry of some sort. But were you like an operator or were you like a veteran at the time? Or yeah, so my character is, is a veteran. So he was uh, discharged from the military after an accident. So he's suffering from some head trauma. From head trauma. PTSD. Yeah, you don't remember that part in the movie? I, I do, but I was also like, I watch I watch movies while I drive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're all about public yeah, safety also, here. It's also you know one of those lines that you know it's it's in the subtext, and if you're you know if you miss a couple lines, uh, it's really easy to miss some of those details. Yeah, no, it it definitely plays through. It, you can tell there was a little bit of PTSD going on there, and uh, a lot of things dealt with. I mean, coming from military family, right. and our guys here, 
former military myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, it, it definitely shows that kind of the strain the family puts on there, and I feel like you portrayed that very well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and it, it just plays right into, like, you know, the abnormality of what's going on in the circumstances of the film because, you know, he's he's got to try and differentiate between, you know, what is the the – the injury and the trauma versus what is the supernatural and a big plot point in the movie is that the supernatural can't exactly get through to him mm-hmm. so decides to go for the sister who's a little more uh uh efficient with what they need to get from her host friendly you know the exactly <laughs> <laughs> The the one good thing that uh, that I really liked about this movie too, and it's something I have not seen in a long time for a horror film, for lack of a better term, is the practical effects. There's so many films yeah. that are just straight CGI all, for every single little detail, and the practical effects in this film were just awesome. Like I'm a huge fan of like uh, back in the day, like you know Kenny Baker and people like that, you know. So like seeing a lot of the yeah, practical man. effects in the film just was unbelievable. It was awesome. Yeah. And it was it was so much fun to shoot in that way because you know there's so much you know in performing that you already have to suspend your disbelief. So anytime you know there can be something right there on set to look at helps so much. And they did such a good job. And one of the uh, practical effects guys, um, uh, he he was all in on it. We did this one of the scenes near the end. I won't spoil anything, but there happens to be some. You know, a little bit of blood involved, and we got a few different versions of it. <laughs> yeah, they went a little, it went a little Evil Dead with it, and man, I was drenched in <laughs> blood. It was it, so much fun, though. And the thing I love because I've been in a horror film too, and I know how that stuff works cool. with the practical effects. The thing I yeah. love is you. They will always tell you, "Oh, it's only going to be a little bit of blood." And like you know, forty <laughs> gallons later, you know, you're like oh, swimming yeah, in it, that's you know. Exactly what it was. <laughs> Looking like exactly what it was. So I have a question. And I want to see if you might know the answer to this for uh, Chris Simperman, um, you know, for who played Kevin. Um, yeah. Like, how long did it take for his like makeup for for his stuff? Well, um, that was one of the challenges in in scheduling the shoot, and one thing we had to deal with. So he was on set the whole time for our portion of the shoot, me and uh, Anna's, that mm-hmm. is, and. Uh, the, the effects were still being built. A lot of the prosthetics were still being built based on the timeline that we had to shoot. So what we would do is we would shoot, you know, our side of the coverage with like half of the costume and Chris in it and him full in character mm-hmm. without the, the entire costume. And, you know, you'd see, you know, uh, an over the shoulder or a claw here or there or, or that kind of thing. And then they had to come back and shoot the other side of all that once all of the the uh, uh, prosthetics were finished being built. So it was interesting to see how that cut together. And I think Bruce did a really, really good job on it, just as far as scheduling and just knowing exactly what he needed to shoot and when to shoot it. Yeah, that was awesome. It really flowed very well. Um, oh, daggone it. My question ran away. You lost your question, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you pointed at me. No, and, and, it ran and away. Chris was so awesome to work with. You know, it's like he's, you know, you see these videos sometimes of like Benedict Cumberbatch doing like smog or like just all in, you know, in like a green suit. And like, so to see him do this, this character that he came up with, but just looking at his face as is was was fun to see. See, that's the thing I loved about like his character in the movie too. It's like, you know, you... It's almost like if you took the the bad guy 
and mixed him with somebody who is just totally insane. <laughs> so it like <laughs> like yeah. when you watch his eyes, like how like even like the way he like would look upward and around and all this weird stuff, yeah. like he's yeah. like off in another world. You know, it's like oh no, it was. And and the first time I met Chris was um, my first day of shooting. Um, we were shooting the bar scene. I don't know if you remember. Oh you know, yeah, yep. we see him come into the bar to get his card. And, uh, you know, I met him like five minutes before we shot. And so he's already wow. in character and he's acting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I just got a couple little lines, but I'm looking at this guy and I'm going, are you all right, pal? <laughs> that's genuinely me. Like, is this guy doing okay? <laughs> it's definitely one of those moments. If that's the first time you meet him, you're in the back of your mind. You have to be like, is, is he okay? Or is he acting? I'm not yeah, sure. You're going, you're going, where's the character end? I don't know him well enough. <laughs> James, how long did the, the the shooting take? Um, I was I was on set, I think. So they broke it down into a few different um, shoots, which was you know the the me and, and Anna side of things, the family drama with right. uh, uh, with Kevin or Chris's character coming in, and then after I left, I was there for maybe ten days. Wow! And then they went into the the Kevin. Uh, and transformation stuff and all of that. And then like, a few months later, they came back to the same location with all the prosthetics and, and shot all of that stuff. So it was a good uh, two or three week shoot all in. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, yeah. I was going to say for a film that good, Maybe man, three weeks. Shorter. Yeah, I wasn't there for all of it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a little uh, hazy on how long they all shot together. But I was there for, I think, eight or ten days. Wow. Well, you did lose a lot of blood in the movie, so I guess you could be a little hazy. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was time for me to go by the time we shot that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with that kind of work, I mean, doing that type of a film. And like I said, I trust me, we're the kind of guys that if the movie sucked, we'll tell you it sucked. Yeah. We don't beat around the bush. All right? Love that. Love that. Yeah, so this movie really was good. And with that being said, it's one of those situations where since we watched this film and knowing that it only took, like, you know, roughly a ballpark, you know, three weeks to shoot, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce moves really quick. I've worked with him a handful of times now. Um, and he's one of those directors that once he finds some actors he likes, he likes to hammer out content. And uh, he moves quick because he knows exactly what he wants. You know, he's an editor um, as well, so... You know, it really cuts the fat down on production when he's shooting, directing, and knowing what he's going to cut. You know, you don't necessarily need all the coverage that uh, you'll get on a lot of shoots because he knows he's not going to use it. So it really speeds the process up. And, you know, that makes it more fun because instead of doing 90 takes of, of a scene, you're maybe doing 30, you know? Yeah, yeah, or exactly. Whatever fraction it may work out to. Now, how did you get the role? Did they come to you, or did you like go and audition for it? How did that happen? So I had auditioned for um, a film that Bruce did. Um, we had shot it maybe like eight months prior to. Mm -hmm. I had auditioned for one of the lead roles, and he cast somebody else, and then he called me saying he had a smaller role, and I came in for a day. I did my thing. I, I think they liked what I did, so about six months later, Bruce called me with the script and uh, asked me what I thought. I said, let's do it. Nice. Jason, did you have something to say? Do you have any new projects coming up? Like, uh, do you want to stick with the whole aliens or that kind of genre? Or are you, you, know, you more interested in other types of... I've been, 
I've been kind of all over the board lately since since we shot this. When we shot up, we shot first contact. I'd say about a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago. Since then, um, I did a little action monster flick. Um, so similar similar vibe without the uh, the alien aspect. <laughs> then I did uh, a Christmas movie, Christmas rom com. So completely different world. Wow. Which was fun to do. I had a really good time doing that. You know, it's something I haven't done much of um but you know it was, it was light it was uplifting instead of bleeding everywhere we're right. all you know, a happy family by the end hey, and everybody loves christmas so yeah and they both involve yeah. they both involve red so there you go yeah. <laughs> a lot of the same color palette yeah yeah i mean you got to find some kind of you know a little bit of continuity here between the two you know um yeah you know the, the funny then, uh, i got a quick question though the rom-con you did was that for like a hallmark thing or what was that for yeah, so it was kind of um, uh, independent production with the intent to, you know, pitch the Hallmark uh, life. So, you know, wherever it may end up. Great, so, because if it does go to Hallmark, which means I will be seeing it because my wife nice. puts it on Hallmark Channel for every Christmas season, <laughs> yes, yes. 24-7, yes. Jason's wife, same Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure I will see it, and I'm going to be like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> we interviewed him. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, hopefully uh, this Christmas. I haven't gotten word yet on their distribution plan, but they've got a final cut. We just shot it a few months ago. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but uh, it's exciting. And then um, I just finished a run of a play here in L.A., um, which, you know, it's a totally different world doing that. We've been working on that on and off between these movies for about six or eight months, and then we did a little run here. And then I went back to the East Coast about a month ago, and I shot another uh, horror found footage movie. <laughs> So that one will be coming out in uh, probably late September, early October on Shutter. Wow, you're really busy. It's been yeah, it's been a fun year. I've been awesome. really fortunate to, to stay as busy as I have. Hey, for an actor, that's a good thing. If you're constantly yeah. filming and busy, that means people yeah. want you, and you're doing right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, been and, a, and honestly, I mean, what, watching you play in this movie, I mean, you're you are you're a great actor. So yeah. it, thank yeah, you, I, really I can, appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I could definitely see you being picked up for all these different films, you know. But looking at your your looks in this movie, I can actually see you playing like a character like on like say like the Flash TV show. You know what I mean? Like you look yeah, like one yeah. of those kind of you had that kind of look <laughs> that I could see you yeah. like on the Arrow or the Flash or something of that nature. You know uh, what I mean? Some type cool. of CW show. You know? Yeah. Well, it's funny. I um, I had actually lost a lot of, you know, I, I'm kind of a gym guy. I did a lot of personal training for a lot of years, and I lost quite a bit of weight before I, I did the first movie with Bruce. And then I came back for this one, and I put on a little more muscle mass. And then, you know, we're out in the rain, and I'm in a white T-shirt soaking wet. And he's like, dude, you be an action star. <laughs> so it was like... Uh, a few months later, he hit me up for another movie. It's, it's kind of an action movie, so he really uh, he took that to heart. So we, I got to play a, a bit of an action star for a little while, which was fun. Next thing you know, man, we're going to see him in one of the next DC movies or Marvel movies sooner or later. <laughs> that, would, that would be the dream, right? Awesome. Dude, you would definitely be a perfect fit for it. I mean, the, the wet T-shirt contest at the end was definitely uh, – <laughs> that'll get the ladies going, man. It was – I'm a Cali boy at this point. You know, I'm from Michigan. I could handle the cold winters then, but I've been here long enough that my blood is thinned out. 
I'll tell you what, being in upstate New York, oh god, I can imagine not warm and trying to play like the hero in that moment when I'm just shivering (laughs) (laughs) might have been the hardest acting I've ever done, just not to be cold. (laughs) You're just standing there going, I gotta be tough. I can't cry. I can't cry. I can't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be shivering like a baby. I may have failed at that at times. I'm sure. After the yell cut, you're like, hold me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> Hell, they could have finished that up and put that in the movie. I mean, that well, would have lended to his injury and stuff. I well, mean, it, nobody would have ever yeah. noticed. Well, see, the funny thing is now because of we have a very broad audience, but about 90% of our audience is female. I don't know why, but it could be because we're cute, but whatever. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I can see it now. All the women listening to the show right now, when when they go to watch this movie, they're all just going to fast forward to the end to see in the white, wet (laughs) t-shirt. They're they're not even going to watch the rest of the movie, so. Yeah, none of the rest matters. Yeah, we we just wasted this whole interview to let the audience know what the movie's about, so. (laughs) We we, we buried the lead, you know. Oh, well, I tell you what, man, thank you so much for uh, calling in and joining us on the show today. We actually have your make-believe sister calling in here in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking to her oh, for the great. rest of the show, have too. Have fun with her. She's, she's the best. Oh, we're going to be asking her a lot of questions about you. <laughs> we'll probably make up right, stuff. Guys. We'll probably make up stuff to her of what you've said about her, but you know. Oh yeah, please yeah. do. We'll go He'll just go next door and talk to her, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm walking over there now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I forgot. They're only two blocks away. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Come for a circle. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Just run over there and just join in on the interview <laughs> with her on the phone. There we go. Yeah. I'll be banging on the door while you guys are talking. <laughs> I swear to God, if we're asking her questions, I start hearing banging, I am going to start oh, crying. I'm going to be crying laughing. <laughs> no well, I tell you what, man. Anything else you got coming up in the near future, feel free to definitely get yeah. a hold of us. You know, we'd love to have oh, you back absolutely. on again for a much longer, you know, interview and everything. We we wanted to try we to squeeze that. both of you in on this show, and we only are doing one hour. Right. But we are going to be expanding on to doing an uncensored podcast show and a bunch of other stuff too. Other projects going to be working on, so we'll right. definitely be having you back on in the future and talk to you more. I would love that. Yeah, feel free to reach out anytime. Yeah, best All of right. luck, James. Man, good luck on everything else in your know, future endeavors. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for the kind words and taking the time. All right, brother. All right, brother. Appreciate right, it. Take care. You too. Bye. Dude, super cool guy. Yeah, that, that yeah, super cool guy. And, you know, and the thing is, is like we were all talking about when we had him on air. We're not trying to like you know cater to him or anything like that. You know, no, watch the Daggum movie. Yeah, right. the movie was really actually good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's just just like we were saying. It's like, dude, if the movie sucked. We'd tell you it sucked, but yeah. it, no, it was a really good movie. And like we that? all are horror buffs, yeah. so yeah, we yeah, like that's, it. That's, that's a good thing. thing. Yeah. It, it yeah. had some like at the beginning. It had some. Remember that old uh, movie Signs? Yeah. Hell, I think that's a Mel Gibson movie too. What is up yeah. with me and Mel Gibson right now? I don't know, man. <laughs> you and Mel are like interlocked today, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's messed up. You're, you're like scissoring. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, get on somewhere. Um, but no, it was. It had some signs vibe mixed with a little bit of pitch black. And yeah. there, there's some. I, I, the there was invasions of the body snatchers. Yes, yes. right. That's, yes. that's the first yeah. thing I thought about yep. when I was like, wow, with the red eyes and everything, right. and, and dude like acting like all right. almost like Men in Black esque. Right, right, yeah. right. I, no. Dude, that guy Chris, yeah, man, playing the because I don't want to give away the movie either. You know all the details, the right. plots, but everybody knows from what we've said so far that obviously Chris plays a bad guy in the movie. Right. Yeah. So, but his character, the way he played it, yeah, dude, he seemed like he was legitimately nuts, <laughs> nuts, like yeah, for real, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Why couldn't you book him? Could have done a threefer. 
because they offered me these two. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, 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 they reached out to me and said, hey, we I got know. this I, cool movie coming I'm out. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm just Wait, saying, just quit hurting my feelings. Shouldn't have brought him with you. James seemed like Actually, I have to have feelings first, but. <laughs> I'd get a beer with him. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely. That's yeah. what I was about to say. I would love to have a beer with him and just pick his brain about all the things he's done. Or well, just shoot the breeze, man. I mean, he seems like a legit down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Plus, he's from Michigan. How many Michiganers do you know that are, like, a-holes? You know what? That's true. I really no, have yeah, never I met can't. one that I don't yeah, like. No. I yeah. mean, unless they're from... Unless they're driving, but... But they take their time. They drive slow. I mean, they, they, which there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. Yes, they they're okay. safe. Sure. They're safety mind. Okay. They gotta drive in snow. Okay, I'll give you. I that. mean, that's mad skills right there. Okay. It's not like us where it's all summer all year long and we have summer tires and we drive our cars like we have. That you know, is true. Yeah. I tell you place. what though, I'll be the first to admit <laughs> he's more of a man than I am to be in upstate New York out there in just a t-shirt and getting sprayed in the rain and all that for the yeah. movie. Yeah. I yeah. do, and I hate the cold, man. Yeah, and you couldn't see him shivering, but it would have lended to the shot if he was shivering a little bit, like a little bit of shock going on. Like, because, I mean, he just got. Things have happened. He was injured. Yeah, yeah. Things had happened. Very good. You didn't give it away. Good (laughs) job. Good Good job. That was good. That was quick thinking on your feet. I give you an A plus on that one. I'm not even on my feet. I'm on my big butt right now. (laughs) (laughs) And again, not long. Bro, I gotta, I gotta definitely hit the gym. This guy is making me jealous. <laughs> no kidding, right, man? I got. That's a good thing. The reason why I'm so glad. Another reason why I'm glad that I'm moving is because I'll be swimming every day. Mm. You better be. I'm yep. gonna hold you to that. Oh, I'm going to. Man, I'm, I'm literally going to call you up. Be like, do you have an Apple Watch? No, you have that regular watch. All right, I was about. No, to say, I got I an Apple like, Watch. What? I'm just not wearing it right now. Well, wear the thing, and like we can connect on there, and like I can, we can, like, oh, oh, nope, nope, chance, chance is messing up, bro. He ain't, he ain't got his. He ain't got his hour swim in today. Yeah. What's wrong with it? What is he doing right now? Oh, my God. I don't want to see that on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have video. It's not the OnlyFans yet. It doesn't uh, have video, we'll but I'm going to send you video now. Nope. <laughs> 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 like, that's what you get for wanting to be attached. <laughs> yeah. So we're you know what's so funny? Speaking of attached, I just learned a new term this weekend. What is it? Velcro dog. I have never heard of that. Velcro dog? Velcro dog. Mm. It is dogs that are like overly abundantly attached to oh, their like owners. Oh, like my dog. Really? Yeah, yeah like because that's how Buff it is with me and with Stephanie, you know, and Toby for the most part. And Lucas with Felicia. And Lucas with Felicia, yeah. 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 And Buffett especially Jade with you. Yeah, no, she's definitely my girl. Oh, yeah. Jade is just, man, it, yeah, Jade is like a symbiote attached to yeah, freaking Jason. That's so, my girl. That's my girl. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst. Um, and Molly? <laughs> yes. Molly is yeah. the same with you, too. No, yeah. like. In the pool earlier today. So anytime I jump in the pool or I go underwater or I dive, she will literally circle. And I don't know how she, like, sees me underwater. I don't know how she's, like, looking because, like, I've been trying to look at her and see, like, how she's, like. You know what that just reminded me of? <laughs> what? Shaun of the Dead. Dogs can look up. <laughs> yes! Ah! That is probably one of the best movies of all time. Oh, if you I haven't seen it, movie, you're missing man. out. Yeah, if you, if, oh. and if you did see it and you didn't like it, then you just, you you're just an idiot. Yeah. I don't like I it. I love that movie. It's, it's <laughs> one of my all-time favorite zombie movies, man. Yeah. My favorite scene throughout that entire movie is when they're drunk leaving the bar and they're singing in the zombie background. Yep. That would be – because that's something we would do. It is totally something that would actually happen. Yeah. I mean, so comedy – this is why I love comedy so much because a lot of it is realistic. It is exactly what would happen. Like, right. oh, yeah. Two guys leaving a bar, completely oblivious. Or like when um, 
he walks by a zombie chomping on somebody else, like, hey, get a room, you know, or something like that, yep. or whatever yep. he says to him. I mean, it's totally exactly what you would think. Be like, all right, I don't know what they're doing, but all right, do what you – go ahead, boy, get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite part is when he talks about, like, you know, taking the shortcut and jumping the fences. And he's like, what, you've never taken a shortcut before? And he runs and he goes to jump over the fence and the whole fence falls. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I if I saw that movie. I mean, oh. yeah, I know. Um, if I if I did it, it's, then I'm one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. Nick Frost and uh, I just brain farted on his name. The Simon Pegg. They, yeah, yeah, they're like best friends, and it, the zombie apocalypse happens. Right. They live like over in the UK. Right. So it kind of happens like overnight. So like it, 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 you see like little glimpses like on the news, like on the on the TV behind right. them and stuff like that. It's right. like it's like a background story that the the zombie apocalypse is happening and they okay. don't know it. So, Sean, which we could talk about this. It's not a spoiler. This movie's been out for a long time. You're gonna spoil it for him. You need to watch it. <laughs> well, long story short, can we they go out, they get drunk, and the next day when they sober up, zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. boom, oh. and they're dealing with it, and yeah. it is hilarious. That yeah, would, you got to really be crappy for a hangover. Oh my god, dealing with the zombie apocalypse, dude. And like, I'm not running. <laughs> <laughs> I am not running. Please don't be running, zombies. <laughs> I'm gonna puke everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you you need to like look it up and definitely, yeah, I'll it, definitely I'll, I'll stream it this weekend. It, it's dope. Yeah, you'll uh, laugh your butt off. Yeah, you you can usually find it anywhere. It's either on like Amazon Prime or Netflix or one of you know one of the streaming services. It's always on one of them at some time or another. I, so I, yeah. I need to just buy it and get it over with. Actually, I do have it. <laughs> I like I had it on DVD when I was a teenager, but like that was three lifetimes ago. I was, <laughs> dude. I was so hoping that they would make a part two to that. I let's see. It, I, they'd have to be creative to make it work, but I could see how it was. It nice still and, it was nice and tidy in the bow, though. I mean, and it was, but it's still viable enough that you could make it into a sequel. It, it's not like this movie where like. What happens now? You, you're not asking. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. not asking what happens now. They literally go to the end and tell you basically what happens next. Yeah. Right. I mean, the guy in the shed. Yep. I, we'll just leave it at that. I don't want to spoil it for right. him because it, right, right. you're yep. gonna laugh. It's hilarious. Yeah. You're gonna crack up. But I mean, it. Sean, you got a spot of red on you. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many like there's so many like little lines in that movie that once you see it. You would be repeating them all the time, yeah. everybody. Because yeah. they're recurring. It, it, right. It, it's the. You gotta watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it this weekend. Uh, it's know. a must do. Then we can talk about it. Yeah. Next show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. Who are we interviewing? Uh, you know next what? Show? Uh, we don't have anybody currently booked oh. at the moment. And we will be doing a show next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The 10th is when we're taking off. Yeah. Yep. We're not going to be here two weekends from now because, A, my kiddo's birthday. Yep. And, B, um, it's my first weekend in my new place yep. down on uh, Reddington Shores. Yep. So but, when uh, you want to kidnap him, um, hit me up, you know, Instagram, whatever, and uh, I'll give you his address so you can kidnap him. Yeah, good luck. I got a lot of toys in that house. <laughs> <laughs> How long before Anna calls in? Uh, like momentarily. Okay. It's supposed to be 640, correct? Uh, 640, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, okay, then I'll hold on. 30 But seconds. you know what we need to do? How about we do 
our favorite zombie movies. Let's do a list and we'll talk about them. Why are we doing zombie movies when we need to be talking about alien movies? Because not now. I'm talking about when we do the next show, oh, so we can bring yeah. up and okay. talk yeah, about yeah, Shaun yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you watch Shaun of the Dead, and <clears throat> that'll be the topic on the next show as our best, you know, fa- or our favorite zombie movies. And, and ladies why. and gentlemen, you just heard how we come up with topics. If we don't have a guest, this is what we do. We literally do this. <laughs> oh yeah. I, there are so many people that I know of that plan out their shows and everything. And don't get me wrong, there are times yes we plan out our shows, like when we have guests coming on, you know. It, but we don't really plan out our questions because if you do and all your questions are planned out then it just it ruins that flavor of the moment when right. you're interviewing them it right. doesn't feel natural it doesn't to me. feel real yeah exactly that's right. why for us it works out great that we just come up with whatever question pops in our head right. yeah we're not we're not actors like they are on these late night talk shows so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we don't have a script and a guy out there with a cue card and all that stuff yeah, yeah. and uh, an audience where they're clapping, up, cheering yeah. randomly. Yeah. yeah. You guys don't use like a little cheat sheet with the questions and stuff? No, we're not Biden. <laughs> so we – I'm sorry. Who said that? Uh, um, we'll circle back to that later. We'll circle back to it later. <laughs> but the thing is, though, like all kidding aside, is like we, we don't – like if, if – you know, there might be like maybe a couple of questions that, you know, you want to make sure you don't forget so you do write it down, right. you know, something specific. But, Jason, you know how this works now. Now you became a part of us. We don't plan. We right. know what we're going right. to do, and that's it. It's like we, we're like the Joker. We just do it. We shoot from the hip. Nah, we, we have somewhat of a plan. Well, we're, it's not a coherent plan, per se. It's more like an outline. So remember what, when you were in school? And you're you like had, an alcoholic trying to make it from the car to the door when you get home. Yeah, you're coming up with your You know you're going the to the home. You're just not sure how you're going to get through that door. You're going to miss the keyhole like 50 times yeah. and scratch up your door and stuff. Yeah, you're going to fall off in the bushes, you know. They're going to lay there and laugh for about a good 30 minutes, you know. Uh, I, I remember. Then you're going to find your keys that you dropped when you fell in the bushes. Oh then you fall back God. in the bushes trying to find your keys. And, you know, it's just repeat rent. Dude, yeah. I was I was a very, very amateur amateur because, like, unlike most An people. An amateur amateur? Yeah. When I turned 21. Oh, okay. So I'm drinking. I hadn't had a history of drinking, so there's been a couple of times where, like, I've woken up in the front yard or something oh like that. Oh, my God. It's part of, like, when uh, I was more professional. We talked about, I think, last show or either that we were just on the phone where I'd, like, go out somewhere and lose articles of clothing and, like, meet it back up with my group. That's that's professional yeah. level. <laughs> the amateur level is when you find yourself in the bushes, you know, at your house and have no idea how you got there. <laughs> Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. I, I took my cousin out drinking before. We, we both were leaving scheduled to leave for the Navy at the same time. All right. Wow. So a group of our friends took me out, you know, and, and him out one night. And then, like, it, like, it was a nonstop, like, party before I left. Hmm. And then there was, like, one night in particular that I was like, you know what? I'm taking you out tonight for your going away. Right? Because <laughs> to us it made sense. You know? <laughs> so we go out, and, and we were smart. We went and did Uber and all that. So we, you know, or not Uber, but back then taxis. We took a taxi. And uh, so we went out. We got, I mean, obliviated tanked, right? So we get back to the house, and they were dropping him off first because his house was on the way to mine, right? Right. So he gets out of the car, and <laughs> his girlfriend comes out the door, and, dude, she was pissed because long story short he had stuff he had to do the very next day with her that was extremely (laughs) important and i was supposed to take him out just for a you know a couple of cocktails yeah a couple of cocktails and a steak dinner right yeah 3 a.m we're pulling up front of the house i am giggling to death like a little kid right 
The door opens up. He looks at me and he's like, have a good night, cuz. He falls, hits the ground. She comes out the door. She starts screaming. And, dude, you would think I just robbed a bank because I'm literally looking at the driver going, go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Left him laying on the side of the road for her to pick wow. up and deal with. <laughs> yeah, the crosshairs were on you that night, buddy. Oh, dude, oh dude. it was for a lot longer than that night. See, this is, this is <laughs> she why hated we're, me. We, we're kindred spirits because I have done the Similar things with my friends, except uh, usually the wife's right there alongside. Not not my wife. Usually, like yeah. their their significant others alongside for the ride, and they're just watching it go down and right. or. Right. Oh yeah. And I always get a nasty phone call the next day, and it's like, well, you were right there. You could have stopped it at any time, dude. <laughs> true story. Swear to God, when I was in the Coast Guard, because for our listening audience, I did four years Navy, four years Coast Guard. When I was in the Coast Guard. A friend of ours who was at the station, and her name was Shalon, she was getting married, okay? So me and the guys took out her fiancé the night before the wedding, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Bro, not one of us could stand up straight the next day at the wedding. We were still drunk. Oh, my God. Dude, my master chief, who I'm still friends with to this day, he literally, like, came over and grabbed me by the arm like I was a kid getting scolded. And he just looked at me, and he was like, you did this. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Oh, when you spend all that time being responsible, you kind of have to be irresponsible to balance it out. You know right. what I mean? She was looking at us, and she was like, really, guys? I said to give him a good time. Yes, it was a bachelor party and all that. I'm like, why would you schedule a bachelor party the night of your wedding? Exactly. That's I'm why like, you don't that's do on you, yeah, not us. Do it was... like a month before so you have at least a month to recover and at like least. repair the relationship because – Bachelor and bachelorette parties always, like, they cause chaos. There's always some sort of drama. Hangover. Hello. Uh, One, two, three. There you go. Yeah. That's a prime example. For real, though. Dude, my cousin Scott, when he got married, right, the first time, all right, and it's not like a long list. He's only been married twice. But the first time he got married, it was one of those very, very, very long, long, long religious weddings. All right. And it was one of those where they, you know, have to kneel and do the prayer up there right. with the, you know, for the sermon and all that during the w- wedding and everything. Catholic? Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> On my cousin Scott's bottom of his shoes, I took white out and I wrote, help me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do uh, not let me near a wedding because I find ways to just, You well, know what? I am amuse totally myself. glad that I didn't meet you before I got married. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you were in my wedding. You were one of the groomsmen. Yeah, yeah. I was, and I was well-behaved, was I not? Yeah, absolutely you were. I didn't do anything off the wall. <laughs> you got a little, a little tipsy. I don't know what you're talking the, about. You got a little tipsy I, at the reception. I don't know what you're talking about. And just because I was hammered doesn't mean anything, okay? Okay, I was trying to be nice to say a little tipsy, I, but no, yeah, I, you were hammered. I was hammered. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> we, I think we Ubered to that, too. Yeah. No, no, no. I got married on the beach, and I'm just, I was really, truly surprised. Like, uh, the location we got married at was on the beach, and I'm really surprised I didn't find a bunch of people just out swinging in the water, including myself. Well, it's because of the beach it was at. I mean, you were, it was a quarter mile, like, of straight beach to the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Did he, like, walk next door and tell her not to call? These guys suck, or what's going <laughs> it, it on It could here? be. It, it might be. Or uh, she may have just forgotten. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. We're quite forgettable. Okay. We? Well, you know what? Oh, now we got to wait till you watch Shaun of the Dead. I was going to say we roll around with a zombie thing now. No, no, no. Okay, so let's talk about some of our favorite wedding mishaps. No. <laughs> I want to talk about more of the movie. Okay, fine. Whatever. Go back to the topic, yeah. Okay, fine. Bro. 
Okay. Did you get drunk while watching the movie? I watched it again on the way here. That's that's oh, why. Oh, that's true. That, you were that, driving. That was so funny, man. Driving and watching the movie. Well, that, that's yeah. how I like missed that line in the beginning, obviously, because that's when I started. It was in it. actually towards the end. It was like about three quarters of the no, way through. No, it wasn't. It was at the beginning. Are you talking about what him talking about with the brain injury? Yeah. Me, I was remembering that more towards like three quarters of the way in. There was a passing. It was like a quarter of the way in. It was towards. Was the it a quarter of the way in? Yeah, okay, was, it just seemed like it was, it was further in. It was when they were still establishing the character. Yeah. And like I, I caught that you know, hey, he was a vet of some sort, and like he had some trauma going on or whatever. And it, it yeah, the brain injury, but it seemed a lot more like PTSD. Yeah. And that's probably why he, my biggest beef with the entire movie is why he didn't have a firearm, being a vet, because I guarantee every. Every vet and every vet that you'll talk to will probably say. Did you say, really say vetin? <laughs> vet, yeah. Okay. But every vet you'll talk to will literally sound like the guy on uh, uh what is that? That Gator show on Discovery. Um, about gators. Uh, what is it? The Dr. one. Dundee? No, the 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 the. the oh, um, oh my God! I can't believe I'm blanking on it. They're in Louisiana. Oh. Um, uh, the Gator Boys. No, not Gator Boys. No, the, I have no clue. Chew them, chew them. They'll be like that guy. Chew them, chew yeah, them. Yeah, that that yeah. was totally me. Like towards the, to, like when at the climax of the movie, I'm like, bro, where is the, where's the gun? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there was one gun in the whole movie and it was ineffective. You know like, what happened? You know what's crazy, Jason? He said that same thing at my wedding. <laughs> where's the gun? <laughs> I mean, look. So, if you really want to go there, okay. My brother's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Consisted of guns, liquor. What? <laughs> Wonderful what? combination. Not all together. They were separate. So <laughs> good, first, good. we went. Not we went out to order. this uh, like field and a pond, and we shot guns. Just all the guns, and just all of it. And I, I, you'd be surprised because we also harvested some food there. You'd be surprised how many <laughs> rounds a bullfrog can take. Oh um, my because god! Because this this poor frog. I got a question for you: Is that frog wearing Kevlar? <laughs> I mean, we were trying to. There, it was full of frogs, and it was in season, and we didn't think to bring gigs because we were like frog legs, whatever, you know. Yeah. This frog, I crap you not, took like six nine millimeter rounds. It's like, oh my god, what is this frog Dude, made of? Dude, that's not a frog. That's fifty cent. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a visual of, like, the next Muppet movie, or Muppet movie, uh-huh. where you have, like, Kermit the Frog as, like, this gangster, and he's got, like, 50 Cent as his voice, voice acting him, and it's like, oh I God. took six <laughs> rounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're yes, have indeed. animal rights going up in here. And, uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, you know, this was a long time ago. I don't even know how long ago it was. It was over 15 years. The statute okay. of limitations is gone, so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, but we, it was the first time I shot this old Russian shotgun that's been in our family since, like, World War II. A Russian mm-hmm. shotgun? It was a Russian shotgun. Hmm. And the thing kicks like a mule. I mean, there was only three <laughs> shot in there. And it, I literally, first of all, hit the target. Whoop, whoop. But um, hit the target, juggled the gun, almost tripped over my own two feet trying to juggle this daggum thing, and it was, it was breech barrel, so mm-hmm. obviously it was spent. But I could not believe how hard – because I've shot a lot of shotguns. I mean oh, yeah. I was a regular at the turkey shoot because turkey shoot, you shoot the target, you get your turkey. 
I, yeah, I, I think the publics were not happy either. <laughs> <laughs> See, what ha- happened was, <laughs> what I was told, um, but, I mean, this thing, I could not believe the kick on it. I, you know what? There's a reason Russians are so big. They gotta, they gotta handle it's stuff the guns like. They carry, yeah. yeah. You know, when he said that, not to, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But when you're he good. said that, I was thinking of the movie Right Along with uh, with Ice Cube, with Ice Cube and Kevin Hart, <laughs> and Kevin Hart. Yeah. And then he shot that shotgun and. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, brother, the, the worst. Okay, I have shot a lot of different firearms in my lifetime, from military everything else, and but I tell you what, the two guns that I, to this day, would never want to have to shoot again. Was first off was a Sharps Buffalo rifle. Oh, you talk about kicking like a mule. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I was only twelve when I shot this, and no, it was not on the range. I'm not that old. My grandfather had one, and he said that if you can hit this milk jug, he filled up with sand, put it on top of this this old pole post out on their property, you know, on on the land. And said if you can hit this, you can keep the gun. I'm trying to be all cool and tough, and I could do this, and yeah. I landed over here. The gun was over there. <laughs> we did we did Sesame Street that day, bro. It was here, there. Oh yeah, yeah, God. big time. Wow. And then the second one was when I fired a fully automatic 12-gauge shotgun that's tube-fed. That's pretty awesome. It, it is awesome. It really is. And you're like, yeah. And then when you put it down, you're like, no. Yeah. Yeah, your shoulder, everything just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted for a while an AR-10. Which mm-hmm. is, for those out there not familiar, it's an AR-15 except in 308. You know? Yeah. Bigger round, less bulls to shoot. No. Not at all. Like, I, yeah. I, I. Now, granted, we were shooting a lot because, you know, a little window, whatever. You know, we limited amount of time you want to get the maximum amount of rounds in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely still want a 308, but oh, it's yeah. going to have to be bold action because. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stick not. with bolt action with the 308. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like GTE. You can reach out and touch someone. And oh, like way dude. out. Yeah. I think the longest shot ever made was made with 308. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Chris Kyle was with the 308. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. One of the longest shots ever in history. It was like yeah. a mile away or something. Like that. <laughs> I think further. You guys, before I forget. And, I, and I'm sorry. I know I've been gone the past couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. um, I wanted to give a shout out. Yeah, my mother-in-law, because I mean, I, as you know, my wife had surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. She, you know, she's doing a lot better now, but she was having some really bad menstrual pains every month. Uh, and the doctor, they found the mass on her ovaries. Oh no! So yeah. So needless to say, I mean, we were really scared about that. You yep. know, um, she had the surgery. Everything was successful. Uh, mm-hmm. They removed everything, uh, and it wasn't cancer. So thank God for that. But my yep. mother-in-law, she's been around K. She's been around helping us with everything. I mean, she's a great woman, you know, great mother, oh, great yeah, grandmother. Absolutely. I mean, without her, we she is a her. sweet, sweet lady. Yeah, no, she and she'll cook for anybody. Oh my god, anybody yeah, she can in. cook, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to send yeah. a shout out to my mother-in-law, Kay. Uh, we love you and thank you very much for everything. Absolutely, yeah, because like you know, we had given you guys a shout out when you weren't here, right, you know, and right, of course we right. gave you know thank Felicia, you, you know, gave right. we call her Flea. Right. You know, gave Flea a shout out, you know, and everything about her surgery. We just didn't want to get in detail because right, no, no, personal absolutely. business, you absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But we just let everybody know that she was down from surgery, just left it at that, you know. Right. We gave her a big shout out, you know, because I love my Flea. That's my my sister in law. That's <laughs> yeah. my girl. Yeah. We pick on each other relentlessly. Like you would think we really were brother and sister. Like, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. You are. Like, see, that's the thing with like my family. Like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of you know by marriage and stuff like that. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. That's that's not how we do things. If you're family, you're family. It is what it is. Yeah. 
Well, it's like I told you guys, man. It's like when it comes down to family, it's like blood makes relatives, not family. Mm-hmm. You know, I have family. You two are part of that family. You know, John Rusnick, you know, Jay Harris, you know, Anthony Green. You know, there, there's only this handful of people that's in my circle that I call my my brothers. Right. And when I say that, I mean they are – you guys are literally my brothers. Right. You know, I don't think of you guys like – I don't think of you, Jason, as my brother-in-law. Right. You know, you're my wife's brothers for a listening audience out there. I think of you as my brother, right. you know, and it's like with Jesse. I tell everybody that Jesse's my little brother, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I tell everybody. And they believe it. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that boy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they're both idiots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It in runs family in a family. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's like, like I tell a lot of people, it's like, you know, the difference between a friend and a best friend, all right? A friend is someone you'll help hide the body. You know, best friend will help you make it. Best friend to help you make it. Yeah, you know yeah, this. That's yeah, the line that yeah, I tell people. Yeah. yeah. But look, I want to give a huge shout out to James Liddell for coming yes, on with us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Anna Shields, we'll have to catch you later. I definitely want her back on because, like, I do remember in the email, so. I think she could have possibly been working on another project. That might be why okay. she was not able to call in today. Yeah. And so hey, it happens. You know what? Yep. It happens. I mean. We 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 interview a lot of working actors, yeah. actors that are currently doing projects. Right. He's doing yeah. like on James Liddell is doing fifteen freaking pot projects right now. You heard him. He's yeah. like, uh, I just finished a film right before we filmed this one. We did three weeks in this one, and then All I went to I another know. one. Good lord, dude. Yeah. All I know is I am not lying, and and I know that Felicia's the same way with you, man. On the Christmas time the, of yes, the year, man. Yes. Yeah, Hallmark I Channel think she twenty four seven. Watching it. On, in October. Well, I know they do the Christmas in July that Stephanie and her both watch. Right. And then, of course, in October when they start early, like right. towards the end of October, right. they start doing them. And, yeah, and her and Felicia both, 24-7, yeah. it's Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. So if he gets that movie picked up, and I really hope he does. Yeah, I would love to see It's it. going to be awesome to be watching that with Stephanie and go, that's the dude with the interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I <laughs> hope they're both super successful, and I hope yeah. they kick butt and take names throughout Absolutely. their Absolutely. entire career. Because they're, they were nice enough to come on here and be legit. Right. You know, I mean, who are we? You know, we're we're not Joe Rogan or anything like that. Right. You know? oh, I, thought you, I thought you had short-term memory loss. <laughs> yeah. <are> I, <laughs> bro, don't, don't. Where are we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally me earlier today. What day is it? Why am I wearing a unicorn onesie? At the end. But this has also come from the same guy who was at the bottom of a swimming pool that realized he had to do a show today yeah. while he's at the bottom of the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. I do my best thinking underwater. Anyways, folks. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, have a safe and happy Memorial Day. Remember yes. those who fell for us, who fought and died for your freedoms. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, we'll catch you next weekend where we talk about whatever the heck we want to because it's our show. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll see you guys next weekend. Make Peace sure you out. check us out. Make sure you love us. And catch all our past shows on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>